Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Young Justice, which we'll be doing a little bit differently today. I'm Justin Cummings, and today I'm joined by Beatrice Murad. Hello! You can find all of our previous Young Justice recap episodes at OverlyAnimated.com, or by searching Overly Animated on iTunes, your favorite podcatcher, or YouTube. So, we've covered up through the mid-season finale of Young Justice Outsiders, and we wanted to do something a little bit different. This is our first ever Young Justice Primer episode, where we're going to be taking a look at a underdeveloped character from Young Justice, diving into who that character is, what they've done in the comics, uh, kind of who they are, and why they're a character that should even be in Young Justice in the first place, and why we think they should get a little more development. So, Beatrice, do you want to tell everyone who is our first character we have chosen? Donna Troy. Just kidding. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we we infamously uh, messed up our first, I guess the first half of our coverage. We were calling Wonder yeah. Girl Donna Troy, and it w- must have been what the third I mean, episode. To we be did. fair, <laughs> Wonder Girl was Donna Troy at one point. Yes, we just got the wrong Wonder wrong Girl. Wonder Girl. <laughs> like comics, guys. Bigger comics. mistakes have been made, but yeah, and then um, and then as. Someone pointed out in our comments, and then as I found when actually looking up the cast of the show, it's not Donna Troy, who's our Wonder Girl. It's Cassie Sandsmark, the uh, the next Wonder Girl after Donna Troy, who is a completely different character. Uh, I think, not to take away from Donna Troy, but I'd almost argue a more interesting character. Yeah, um, she, has, I mean, she has more possibility, potential, right. I guess. Right. I think she's a lot more interesting as far as her differences from Wonder Woman and actually her relationship to Donna Troy, who also is in the show as a, I guess, diplomat of Themyscira. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so we're going to get Which into Which is also it. interesting on its own, right? Because, I mean, we won't get into Donna Troy, but, like, also, like, she's not from, originally from Themyscira, but she's the spokesperson. It's like, that's an interesting yeah. kind of decision to make. But and- anyway, that's... And, and so that raises the question. In the Young Justice universe, was Donna Troy Wonder Girl at one point? I, I We don't know. Probably? Like, probably? Like, maybe? maybe? Dur- during the, like, mid-between season one and season two, like, five-year time skip? But she seems older in the show. How like, Donna old seems, is like, old, though? Like, what's she, the I mean, cutoff she seems age for older than, like, Nightwing. Okay, I agree. She's, like, so, like, if she was part of Young Justice... Or not Young Justice, but if she was, like, Wonder Girl, I don't know, I don't know. I mean, maybe. I mean, she may have been Wonder Girl, but she couldn't have been part of, like, the team or anything. Mm -hmm. Or what if she was... Yeah. She was Wonder Girl before the show got started, maybe? Maybe. Like, like she... Maybe. We don't... We don't know. This is why we're doing this. This is why we're doing this. Because we have a character that's so underdeveloped that the character we mistaked her for is also underdeveloped. Yeah. So, to kind of start us off, so Cassie Sansmark was created way back in 1996 by John Byrne. Um, Beatrice, I know you have a good amount of comic knowledge. Are you familiar with John Byrne? Uh, no. John Byrne is not really known for DC. Uh, John Byrne did some stuff with DC, like his work on Superman, but he is most known oh, for being one X-Men. of the main, yep, he was one of the main X-Men people. Um, him and Chris Claremont were the two. That's why I know. Chris is the one I know. They co-did, um, they co-did X-Men. And if I remember correctly, Byrne was the more, um, emotion, talk-feely one, and Claremont was the more action one. I could be backwards on that. Well, I mean, hold on, because who, didn't Claremont do, um, 
God loves men kill. Possibly was that with or without John Byrne? I don't know if it was with him, but I know that Claremont was titled for it. Like, and that's like the super like emotional, like at least for me, that's like the yes. X Men comic. If there's an X Men comic, yes, I like that is one of those just absolutely iconic. And yeah, I could I can be backwards on which one kind of focused on more which part more, but definitely he is more known for his X-Men work. Like, I saw the name John Byrne, and I'm like, wait, this is a DC comic. What are you talking about? So, Cassie was actually brought in in Wonder Woman, and at the time had nothing to do with the Greek gods. She was the daughter of an archaeologist. Uh, her mom found these magical artifacts, gave Cassie superpowers, and she became Wonder Girl because she idolized Donna Troy and wanted to be like her. And then later on, we find out she's actually the daughter of Zeus and is a demigod. That Because like all great classic heroes, Zeus could not keep it in his pants. And now <laughs> Cassie is one of the many, 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 many daughters of Zeus. Yes. So. Correct. How do you how do you feel about about that era that incarnation of Cassie like the magical artifact archaeology spin and then compared that to the daughter of Zeus angle like which of that do you find more interesting? I mean, I I liked the the I I kind of like the aspect of like having uh, armor that gives you super strength and superpower because. We don't see that often, like a lot, usually the person who has like tools, it's Batman, but it, even then it's not like you get powers. I mean, you do get powers. Sorry, what am I talking about? Like you have Dr. Fade and all that. But, mm-hmm. um, but I don't know. I kind of liked, I liked that interpretation. It was, it's cool to have like another kind of human versus like mm-hmm. some greater deity. But at the same time, we don't explore the gods, the Greek gods at all, barely. Or at least in DC, like, I think the most we've seen them explore it really has been with the Wonder Woman movie. At least with, like, these kind of... Yeah. Yeah, that, that's that been the big one. So the comics, so, the comics get into it quite a bit. Um, yeah, the comics, dude. The comics, dude. But I'm talking about, like, in terms yeah. of animation, like, the only animations that do tend to touch on it are the ones related to Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. So I would like this kind of character to have her own to kind of be connected to it but not so directly connected to wonder woman because that's something that's surprising about mm-hmm. um about wonder girl in general it's like cassie isn't super super close with wonder woman she's she's closer to donna troy or artemis not artemis from young justice but artemis from um, themiscara yeah, um, the, the second wonder woman uh very interesting character that's a whole nother discussion yeah. but that's yeah that that but was a fascinating run of Wonder Woman. It really was. Yeah. Well, I mean, what I mean is like she's closer to them than mm-hmm. she is to Diana. Like she isn't like the name Wonder Girl suggests that she's her sidekick. But I mean, I feel like the only true sidekicks in DC are the Kid Flashes and the Robins and like Batgirls. I guess like those are the real sidekicks. Mm-hmm. Like she doesn't she doesn't feel super close to Diana. So like to me, I was like I kind of wanted. That maybe like explore that and maybe that's why I wanted her more with Donna Troy because they, they both kind of have the similar thing where they're connected to this, but they're not. But also like it'd be cool to connect with Zeus and mm-hmm. be like, yo, like I'm a god. And that's like, I don't know, give me a female, give me a god. I will never complain about getting a goddess. I, I agree. I think I think ever since, you know, the mid 2000s, all of a sudden when we start doing demigods, it's like, OK, so Percy Jackson 
Like, yeah. I think teenage demigods will now forever be connected with that. Which is fine. Which is totally fine. Absolutely. I mean, she's basically just Annabeth anyway. But Or not Annabeth, the other, the daughter of, it's been a while. The one, the, the tree, and the... Lightning! I, there's like three people who know what I'm talking about, and the Percy Jackson fandom is going mad in the comments right now. Uh, if only they made an animation of that, then we'd talk about it. But I think the whole powered armor is definitely a more interesting take as far as for Young Justice goes, like if they use that origin for her. Because so, like that to me is like a, a trademark of DC. Normal humans finding magical equipment, like Dr. Fate, the Green Lantern Ring, um, Raimi, yeah. uh, yeah, I can't remember how you pronounce his name, but the second Blue Beetle that we saw in Young Justice with the, uh, the Reach armor, yeah. like, that's kind of, that's kind of a tradition in DC, is normal humans finding magical artifacts, as a, as opposed to Marvel, which is normal people finding science artifacts. Uh, same result, ultimately, but, uh, I think it would be much more interesting, cause yeah, she'd have a more, concrete place as far as people she could relate to and understand. Um, yeah. But in the show, we do almost see her as Wonder Woman's sidekick. We do, kind of, because we barely see... We see, like, I think we've only seen them, like, actually talk to each other. How many lines of dialogue have they actually shared? Gone, in season two, they went on one or two missions together. Yes, but how, uh, like, did we actually hear them talk to each other, is my question. No, no but what I'm saying is that it, um, it's like interesting it that there she is, was basically, she was basically assigned as, one of them was assigned as her mentor instead of Donna Troy. We don't know what Donna Troy's history as a character is in this world, but definitely the fact that they kind of paired her with Wonder Woman is already a departure from the comics. I mean, yeah, they know each other, and yeah, she's kind of her sidekick, but not... Not at all. Really? At one point, she doesn't even like being called Wonder Girl. She like at is one that, point she's just like. That's the new fifty two, right? Oh, is that? I, I get they blur. It's either new fifty two or rebirth or one of the. When we start hitting around two thousand ten, two thousand eleven, <laughs> DC crazy. just gets mm, very which, crazy. fun. That's where Young Justice starts. But so yeah, so Cassie's actually the third Wonder Girl. Do you know who the first one is? Oh, this is a trick. Oh. Donna Troy's the second. Cassie's the third. Who's the first? Uh, is this is this a trick question? It's kind of a. It is. Isn't it? Is, isn't it Diana? Yes, it is Diana. Okay. Because I was similar. like, wait, isn't it Diana? Because I feel like there was at one point they made her younger for like something. They did something with Diana that was like weird and like yeah. Identical to how they used the original Superboy comic was just Superman before he grew up. They used to write a book where. Um, Diana's mother, Diana's mother would basically tell stories of Diana at three different ages. So we would get Wonder Woman, Wonder Girl, and let's not forget Wonder Tot. Oh, I was about to say Wonder Granny, but no. Oh, you wish. You wish. Nope. Wonder Tot. I wish. All right. Well, so that's a thing. Which the fact that uh, the history of the names Wonder Girl and Superboy both go back that route is very interesting because... Tell me, They're very the comics, connected. In the comics, who is Cassie's love interest? Superboy. <laughs> Specifically, our Superboy, Connor. Yeah, like it's they are like Miss Martian is not present in they any are kind in of young different kids. universes. Like They're practically, like they, they don't know each other. I don't know. Is there ever been a panel in a comic where they talk to each other? I don't know. <laughs> if there is, 
It's probably the comic based off the Cartoon Network series. Right. Like, not actually, like, actual, like, DC Universe comic canon. Because, I mean, you look at the original Young Justice book, and it's our later Young Justice. It's Impulse. Yeah. It's Arrowette. It's Wonder Girl. It's... You're gonna hate me. It's Lil Lobo. It's... Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm it's so fine. sorry. No, I re- I realized that he was in season two, and I forgot about it. Yeah. I had blacked it out, and I'm like, oh, he was in season two. Why? Anyway. It's also Amethyst, who... Do you know about Amethyst at all? Yeah, she is Steven's um, other no, gem no, aunt. On, no, oh, no, not her? No, okay. No. Uh, well, she deserves her own episode just for being such an interesting... She, she got a... Remember when... Young Justice got canceled and they were doing those, like, DC shorts on Cartoon Network? Yes. They gave her one. And she is part of the original Young Justice team. And there's currently now a new Young Justice comic that's tied into the show that is just now spinning off Amethyst into her own book. Oh, So, she's always been a part of Young Justice. She's had an animated short, which we should probably do, like, an article on or something at some point. But she's, she's fascinating in that... She's the one of the many Young Justice women who's been completely ignored to the point where she hasn't even appeared in her own show yet. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's so many characters, so little. So time. many, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so Cassie and Connor kind of have always been a thing. And yeah. I think they were together before Superman and Wonder Woman ever did anything. Can we, like, not have Superman and Wonder Woman be Look, anything? I grew up in New 52. Like, that was the first year era I read, so... Look, I grew up with the just- with Justice League and Justice League Unlimited, where Wonder Bat was, like, everything. Oh, I agree. <laughs> Wonder Bat's a great ship. We can also ship, ship Superman mean- and Batman, because uh, they are the world's finest, but... But no, I, I agree. And so, this is a major difference from the character. Um, in my reading, I cannot find any connection between her and Tim Drake. Did you? I mean, no, that, I mean, there was a, okay, cause here's a, it gets complicated. So at one point, Superboy dies. Yes. And so she, like, is very upset to the point that at one point she joins, like, a cult of people that, like, are all about the Kryptonians. But, um, but of course, like, her, most of her storyline revolves around Superboy and, like, the mourning him, loving him, whatever. And during the time that he was gone, she and Tim Drake do share a kiss and then they, like, don't talk about it. They're like, it was a mistake or whatever. And then... They kind of, sort of, try to get together, but then it doesn't work out, and it strains the team. I think this is with Teen Titans. I'm not sure if it's Teen Titans or Young Justice. I'm pretty sure, no, it's with Young Justice. It strains the team, so they break it off. And then she comes back and joins the Teen Titans, and at one point is the leader of the Teen Titans, until Beast Boy is like, nah, I'm gonna, I'm back, I'm the leader, and I'm gonna lie to you and tell you that you, that no one thinks you're competent. Like, she's not treated well, is what I'm trying to tell people. She and and that era of Teen Titans, basically what had happened was the Young Justice and Teen Titans teams have been going separately. Then there was a crossover called Graduation Day, which yeah. is basically the Young Avengers um or the Avengers Academy Runaways crossover of DC. Um, in that all our teenagers just run into each other and they smash together, both teams disband, and then they form a new Teen Titans after that, which is kind of half and half. Mm-hmm. And so it might have happened in Teen Titans, because it's the same team, pretty much. Yeah, like I mean, it could have. 
I wouldn't be surprised if it did or well, didn't. Well, because Tim Thorne got her to join the new Teen Titans. Maybe. Maybe that's it. Point is, like, they were, like, a thing for, like, a second. They were, like, like what I'm trying to, do- I'm just trying to downplay, like, Tim and her are basically not a thing. Like well, I mean, in the show, from what we've seen, maybe they won't the continue being a thing. They continue being a thing in the show. Are they? But in the comics, I mean, they well, I mean, kind of. We don't Last know. Last time like, we heard, still, they were fighting. They were fighting, but I feel like they're still together, though. They well, look, had, if they take the precedent from the comics, then they're going to break up real quick. They have spent the exact same amount of screen time dating as fighting. Yeah, that's we true. We had I mean, one shot of them... Of just out of nowhere, she kisses Tim. Very similar to the comics, just yep. and then because of Wally's death, which is problematic in and of itself, but then we get one phone call of them fighting, and that's all the development this relationship has had. Yeah, that's that's. I mean, that kind of just sums up how she's treated him. Do you think they put her with Tim purely because Connor's already taken in the show? Absolutely. Absolutely. They... What were they gonna do? I mean, do I think they shouldn't Not have to? Not give her a relationship, maybe. Oh, I mean, of course, that's the ideal. Don't don't make her be revolved around a dude. Like that would have been the perfect thing to do. But if they were going to give us something worthwhile, then why not just you know had her? I mean, I hate love triangles, but given the source material that you're taking it from, do play into that where she likes Connor, and at one point Connor and Megan were over. So why not? Play into that. That actually has precedent in the comics. And then finish with him and Mar- Miss Martian happy ever after. And her, like, basically closing that chapter. Closing Connor and moving on and having her own life now. Not just throwing her with, with, with freaking Tim and, like, whatever. I was about to say. <laughs> I was about to say something else. And that was not what I want to say. Anyway. With, um... With Connor and McGann now engaged, do you think it's too late for this love triangle? Or do you think they might oh, still yeah, try to late. pull some crap? It's way too late. No, 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 no. They're... What if McGann's busy so Connor steps in to lead a mission and Cassie's crying over Tim and Connor helps no, her? No, and, no. If, and then look, she falls in love and, uh, look, and then she misbehaves on missions to throw off no, this Martian. No, no. And... Look, look, look. If there's, of the two, the one who deserves all the love and attention is Miss Martian. Because Connor's the one that's been leaving her hanging. He's the one that's been like, she's like, I don't, like, we're just together, we're not spending time anymore, and then he's like, well, like, he's the one that's, if there's anyone that deserves to be cheated on of those two, n- neither of them deserve to be cheated on. I didn't but if say of- that, I, I didn't say that he would cheat on her, just that he would be, like, a nice person and Cassie would overreact, basically See, but be that's a what I don't teenager. like. I oh, don't I know. like, but, it's awful. I, I just, I but don't do want, I don't want show? it. I don't, I, I, I wouldn't, I think the show, like, the show may be very straight. The show may be very, like, romance-heavy. Like, people may say, like, oh, like, the reason people are demanding LGBT representation on the show is because it is very romance-heavy and mo- and all the romances are straight. Yes. If they, But they're also very much in – they're not really into love triangles. No. They've never been. They're very much uh, like there's, like, the one – I mean, kind of, a little Lagoon bit. Lagoon boy. Kind of. But, like, we always knew they were going to end up back together. Like, you can't compare Lagoon Boy with Superboy. You just, you can't. There's no competition. Yeah, something was a bit fishy about him. <laughs> I'm not going to comment. Um, So, look, they were, it's not going to happen, I don't think. Like, they had, the, like, look, Connor and her are engaged. They have their thing. They're happy. And I do think that they, there might be, like, a generation gap between them. So, like, where before, they were, Connor and um, Cass were, like, contemporaries mm-hmm. in young justice he's of like the they're not exactly so i don't think that there is much room for that i don't do think you, she's even looking do you think 
if Shape of Water had come out before season two of Young Justice, oh. McGann would have stayed off Lagoon Boy. No! No! I think our culture would have been ready for it. And, do uh, not, do, do not, please, do not make me think of Lagoon Boy and make me compare him to the guy from Shape of Water. What do please you have don't. against Grinding Nemo? Uh, we're not talking about. Let's go back to Cassie. Let's talk about New it's, Fifty Two. This Cassie. Is, this is this is the one time we're actually going to be able to talk about Cassie. So let's talk about Cassie. So do you want to explain her New Fifty Two kind of reboot? Uh, okay, first well, off, for people who may not know, what is the New Fifty Two? So basically, DC decided that they were just gonna ignore their entire history of comics, and they were just like, you know what? We need a fresh start because not enough people are reading comic books. So this is a way for everyone to get on board. We'll start with every issue starting at number one. We'll have a complete reboot of these characters and we'll be allowed to explore them from ground zero. It's going to be great. And it just became a mess because people like the some for some characters, people like the new 52 versions for other characters. People like the old versions for like there was just there was no winning in this, and then it became even more complicated with rebirth because they were like, you know what? Now surprise, we're gonna remix things, and surprise, we're gonna throw the Watchmen in here, and it's just why. Yeah, who created New Fifty Two again now? I don't know. <laughs> Doctor Manhattan apparently is the oh, one responsible right. for the New Fifty Two. I thought you meant like existing. the person. I thought you meant like the actual person no. at DC who made it, and I'm like, I don't know, but no, yeah. Which is Doctor why Manhattan. New 52 actually makes no sense, because Damian Wayne is around, even though Batman supposedly has only been active for five years, and it's like, um, something yeah. hap- something's not right with the time. Now, there's like four or five, there's, there's a few New 52 books really worth reading. Batgirl, uh, half of Green Arrow, Justice League, Batman... But after yeah. that, there's not a lot. Yeah. Green Lantern. Yeah. There's there's good stuff, and then there's a lot of crap that kind of gets yeah. left to the wayside. Yeah, but you know what's good about? Okay, well here's the thing. But back to Cassie. Yeah. The thing well, about how does her Cassie tie into New Fifty Two. Tie into all this. Remember how we mentioned that she is related to Zeus? Well, uh, not they. Me. Well, yes. But. Well, no, no, no. Well, they were like, they were like, you know what? This is like a great character trait. This is such a good thing, like for a character to be like the daughter of Zeus. That's so cool. Hey, guess what, Cassie? You're not important enough. So we're gonna give that to Diana, and you are just gonna be Zeus's granddaughter now. And it's like they could have just been sisters. Zeus has gotten around, but no, they were just yep. like, no, we gotta drop you down a peg because you can't be just, you can't be like on the same level as Wonder Woman, so we gotta bring you down some. Which is like silly, but basically, so now, it's, she still has her archaeologist mother, um, but the difference is that now she is the granddaughter of Zeus, and she is Wonder Woman's niece. So now there's an actual bigger link between the two, but, uh, there it's but it's still weird because they don't talk like they don't they barely have interaction. Even though her father, who left her at four, is Wonder Woman's half brother. Yeah. Like. Yeah. And a lot of, of times like, she goes up against like sometimes they they like her and Wonder Woman like clash a lot like in terms of like what's good what's bad like they just don't mm-hmm. see eye to eye a lot of times which is like would be so interesting to see on the show but we just we don't see that like that's a different kind of take. You have Superboy with Superman, where Superman's like, I'm kind of like your father, and I don't want to be, so I'm just going to dip. And then you have Batman and Robin, they're always so in sync. And now here you have these two people that are related, there's a link there, and they just don't see eye to eye. That would be a really different dynamic that would be really cool, and we just don't see that. 
they're... Cassie's so interesting because she has so many interesting relations that are just completely ignored by the show. She's been reduced to not Nightwing's girlfriend. Like, yeah. Because Tim Drake has been reduced to not Dick Grayson. Like, he finally got some character development and being part of this whole Batman Inc. thing and, like, in on this whole coup. But still, he's not Dick Grayson. Like, that is who he is. Who is he? Well, it's not Nightwing, so it's... And he's not Jason Todd. And he's, like, he's not the one who went bad, but he's not the one we all love. I mean, Tim Drake is honestly probably the most, like... needs the least therapy of all the Robins. Yeah, he's the one who's got it together! Like, uh, Tim Drake is fine, he's a fine young man. He is a fine young man. Trusted guy, I would let him watch my house, I would trust him in a fight. He's not the most interesting character. He's He's kind of just there. He's just there. He really is the one, because even after, like, Damien's the dead one, well, Timeline, why? Depending on the timeline, Damien's well, either the, the brat or the dead one. Jason well, but he's Todd's the one the who's boy. actually related to Bruce, also. Like, he's True. Bruce's biological son. So there's also that. Damien's the son. Stephanie Brown is the girl. Um, Barbara so Gordon was the first girl. <laughs> there's so much more about Stephanie Brown, but not today. Well, now she's in the show. Tune in next time. Uh, no. Uh, Jason's the bad one. Dick's the first one, and Tim's just kind of there. And I feel like they He's gave the him Wonder child, Girl. I, guess, I feel like they gave him Wonder Girl just to give him a character. You know what I mean? Which sucks because it's like, well, then what happens to Wonder Girl? Like exactly. she just, and not just that, but she's just there's so much there. Like if you just look at her history, there's there's so much that's ripe for for drama, for really interesting storytelling. It's actually created this really interesting character out of her. She has so many connections all over the place. And she is such a great way to actually talk about the mascara and inter- and have some interactions with the Amazons and Amazonians and all that. And it's just n- nothing, nothing. She, like, we don't becomes the champion of Ares at one point. Like... Yeah, like that's what I mean when she literally goes up against Wonder Woman and the Amazons. She becomes Ares's like champion. Like that's so cool. And we're just not even gonna. Dip into it. We're just gonna completely ignore her because the moment that we can't give her Superboy, we give her the most boring Robin. And it's just like, I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. So with with this, I think that if you really are interested at all in anything we've talked about with her, if you have DC Universe, they have a lot of the Young Justice comics on there. Like, just go start reading it. Like, just go read about Cassie because you will find she is so much more interesting than what the show has made her. Um, as far as outside of the show and outside the comics, the only other times we've really seen her, um, she is in the uh, Young Justice video game, which I'm not saying is great, but I'm saying she's in it, and actually has her comic book version of herself where she wears jeans and a red t-shirt, which is the most... the most Teen Titans thing. The most Young Justice is jeans the and mo- a t-shirt. Like, oh, and of course, like... Superboy's girlfriend is the one who also wears yep. a jeans and a t-shirt. Like oh, they have they to wear identical. matching outfits. They look identical. They're adorable together. Like I mean, why do you think I don't ship Wonder Woman and Bat and Superman? Because they could pass as siblings. Yeah. Legit. Dark hair, blue eyes, like it's it's that that's well, the, that, that's a thing. Cassie at least has blonde hair. Like At least that's a positive. She wore a black wig to look like Donna Troy because she likes Donna Troy, but But yeah. Um 
she also popped up. Apparently, I've seen this movie and didn't know this. Apparently, the Young Justice versions of Cassie, Artemis, Zatanna, and Miss Martian pop up in the Scooby-Doo WrestleMania mystery movie. What? Didn't, apparently, they're sitting on the couch together watching a wrestling match. I completely buy these four characters watching a wrestling show together. Yeah, I I'm, I'm down. I buy it. They would I, they would be fans of Glow. They, they would. They absolutely. Wait, the Netflix show Glow or the yes. original show that, Net, that Glow is based on? Both. Okay. I, I agree. Did you know that the guy that made the original Glow has a new company? Uh, no. It's basically the same thing, except slightly okay. less problematic. Gotcha. Like, it's a lot better, just there's still characters like Jungle Girl. Like, gotcha. It's... It, it's what you'd expect. It's what you'd expect out of that in 2019. Um, and then also she was in one episode of Young Ju- of uh, Justice League, the animated series. Oh, really? As a small child, where Wonder Woman oh, saves okay. a young girl from a tree, returns oh. her to her mother, and the mother says, "Cassie." Uh huh. That's Aha. where she starts. Not not. That's not where she starts. Go. She. That's where she starts becoming a fan of Diana. Where in the comics she would have been a fan of Donna. Absolutely. Um, that is about all she's appeared. It, it's, it stinks that she hasn't even gotten, like, a good appearance in another show or, like, an, one of the animated movies. Yeah. Like, the fact that she's I mean, not in the Teen Titan movies kind of upsets me. Kind of. I mean, but I will say, like, something worth considering, like, in, DC has had some really solid Wonder Woman movies. Yes. And, like, there's, like, the Wonder Woman movie that was, um, so good. That's just, like, an introduction to Wonder Woman. It's basically the Wonder Woman, like, origin story. Um, that's amazing. And then you have the Supergirl movie that has Wonder Woman in it and has the best, like, Amazon fights you can imagine. This was an animated movie? Was, yeah, the animated, the animated, uh, movie. It's, it's, they titled it as, like, Batman, Superman, like, something about Batman and Superman, but it's actually a story about, but the, they, t- they marketed it as a Batman and Superman movie, but, but it's, it's actually a movie Supergirl. about Supergirl. And it's and Wonder Woman's in it, and the Amazons are in it, and it's so good. Anyway. Uh, much like many of the greatest uh, DC and Marvel characters, she only ever had one book actually named after herself. Oh my god. It was six issues, and it was in 2007. Uh, hey, many of those are the best. Like, Yeah, no, I agree with you. Like, why do you think I'm, like, so tightly holding on to the current run of Runaways? Like it's so good, but I don't know how long it'll last. I mean, but it would be like it would be like Nico getting her own book. Oh, well, that would that's be amazing! America Chavez like got issues. her own book at one point. Who did? America Chavez. Yes, she did, and I actually read it for my senior thesis. It's actually good. Um, good. It's well, you, you wouldn't think it's good because it got canceled so fast, but no, it's actually really, really good. Um, that's the thing about comics, you guys. It, they, it, they're not like TV. They're not like shows where they get canceled really fast because they're bad. Usually they're really good. It's just that no one reads them. Yeah. And the, it's, as this episode should, has hopefully shown you, comic books are a lot more complex than watching a show. There's yeah. reboots and, and like spinoffs and it's, keeping up with comic books is kind of a full-time job, which is why this is kind of just a brief overview of an introduction Girl. an introduction basically we hope by the end of this you have learned that cassie's a much more interesting character than a prop for tim drake and that you should check out any book that she's in you should just if obviously you... read comics like comic books are great um is yeah. the point we're trying to make here um, if you need yeah, recommendations like, just come to our discord come to and we'll discord. give you some 
Absolutely, I agree. So, do you have any other kind of last Cassie comments before we wrap this up? Um, I will say, I don't think we answered the question of, like, how we would want them to incorporate oh. her in the show. Yes. So, I guess this will be, Which like, what I'll say. Of the three... I... Zeus's daughter, Zeus's granddaughter, magical armor. Which of the three would you like? I would want her to be Zeus's daughter because that creates tension between her and Diana. Like suddenly, they're, like they're on the same level, so it's like kind of whatever. It's just age that's different. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe because she's half human versus half for Amazon instead of Amazon. Anyway, um, that's what I'd like, and I'd like them to just give us something like. Have her be someone complete, do something, because again, her backstory in the comics is so crazy, and she's so underdeveloped in this, like, have her do something completely different. Like, she's one of those characters that because her version on the show has not been established, and they can have so many liberties, like, they already have Superboy doing something completely different on the show. So you can have her doing something completely different on the show, and in some ways have it be better, you know? Like, it could be, like, on in the comics, like, do read comics about her. Don't don't make me persuade you otherwise. But it it's still very much a a, a story that's uh, it's still very her story is very much centered around Superboy and it's a love story and it's like she they don't they underuse her a lot in the comics as well. This isn't just in the show; it's in the comics too. So go and do something with her on the show that's so revolutionary, so crazy that it forces the comics to actually do something cool with her. And especially because so right now the comic is written by Brian Michael Bendis, who yeah, he has he's had his ups and downs in writing. Don't get me wrong, there are some Bendis stories that are just so off the mark. Mm. But if anyone knows, besides maybe Brian K. Vaughn, if anyone knows how to write a teenager, it's Brian Michael Bendis. Like he, um, probably the character most people know he invented. He invented Miles Morales. Like. Like, give her, like, have him do something cool with her. You know, give him a reason to do something interesting with her. And that's what's so great about these animated adaptations, these animated adaptations on shows. You have, like, there's just this really lovely synergy between comics and shows. Like, you guys, you don't understand. Spider-Gwen was not a thing ten years ago. Spider-Gwen was not a thing until, what, 2013? Like, and she, and it was just because... It was, and it what the story didn't matter. That design was so good, mm-hmm. and it was so cool that she's now in the best animated movie of 2018. Like that's the power, that's the synergy we have with these things. So, Penny Parker was introduced in that same comic series. Dude, X23 was introduced as an X Men Evolution, yep. and then she got her own comic book, and then she's in Logan. Like, there's this wonderful synergy between movies, shows, whatever. If you take a risk with a character and you actually make them really interesting, they will start, you start seeing them in all these other venues. So, do it! Just do something cool with her, Young Justice, and then we'll start seeing so much more for her in every other venue. I mean, probably the most famous example of show to comic, Harley Quinn was created for the animated series. Like, she wasn't a thing before the animated series. And now look at her. She is probably one of the most popular characters. Like, there was at one point where she had more, like, books that were being run, like, comic, like, comic book, like, series having. She had more of them than Wonder Woman at one point. Harley's Black Little Book, such a great series that didn't last. But at one point, like, that was Everyone was obsessed with Harley. So, and she, they're so obsessed with Harley. And I'm, I have no doubt that this trilogy of Birds of Prey, Gotham City Sirens, and then the Gotham City Sirens versus the Birds of Prey movie thing that they're doing with Margot Robbie is gonna have another crazy wave for Harley Quinn. And we're gonna get an animated show with Harley Quinn. 
Like in later in October. In this year, yeah. Which also looks phenomenal. It looks so good. So I'm just saying, guys, all you got to do is make a really cool character. And Cassie is a really cool character that you can make something cool with. Speaking of Birds of Prey, I'm just going to take this opportunity that if we end up doing another one of these, I don't know if we will. We'll see kind of how it goes. But if we do another one, I want it to be one of our Birds of Prey. I want it to be uh, another Cassie. I want to go ahead and do Cassandra Kane next. Yes! She's in the movie! Did you see the first little teaser? She's in, I didn't know she was in the movie and lost my mind. What is it called? Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of Harley Quinn? Oh, it's so good. Uh, uh, re- anyway. We yeah. love superheroes. We really, we really do. do. We do. Which is oh, why we want to see the show do more of our favorite characters. And I think yeah. I think that's a good sentiment. So, guys, you can find all the info on this podcast at OverlyAnimated.com. You can join us on Discord to text chat about animation at OverlyAnimated.com slash discord go to the young justice server we probably are always talking about what character deserves more love uh because there are so many of them on this show so many so many um fun fact before we go bart uh the new kid flash is max's voice actor from the goofy movie oh really it's it's goofy's son wow yeah i did not (laughs) know that until i watched both things back to back and i was like wait wait (laughs) I'm waiting for a hiyaka right after uh, Bart oh. speaks. Um, and yeah, and you guys can support us via Patreon at patreon.com slash animated. Thanks to all of our current patrons, but especially, especially our patron of the podcast, Lily, a.k.a. Panda Lily. Thanks, as always, to our Patreon executive producers, John Ryan, Steve, Alex, and Hugh. Uh, coming up, hopefully more of this, uh, but we have Genlock coverage happening. We have um, Dragon, Dragon Prince comes back soon. We have Promised Neverland coverage going on. We're still kind of wrapping our minds around the last Steven, so probably more Steven roundtables and feedback stuff happening. And that's kind of about what's going on right now. Over on the website, uh, I just recently posted a interview with Victor Cook from Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated. If you guys want to Woo-hoo! check that out, uh, go give that a read. It's quite quite the good interview, I believe. And, uh, yeah, it's the 50th anniversary of Scooby-Doo, so I'll be doing stuff probably all year because I love Scooby-Doo so, so, so much. And thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.